Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome. 
Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. And today I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, Katherine Cowan. She's passionate about inspiring people to feel and be their most brilliant self and to live a life they love. She is a yoga teacher, a Reiki master, and a holistic life coach. She founded The Holistic Way 14 years ago, and she is also a devoted wife and mama to three of the cutest kids ever. So let's get started. Catherine, I'm so incredibly excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, I am so excited and so honored. So you guys, I am thrilled to have you all on this conversation with Catherine and I because um, we have had some really juicy conversations when we get going because I really feel like, um, you know, knowing what she does, yoga, uh, yoga, Catherine does (laughs) yoga, Reiki, healing, and she's an amazing coach. And I just, I feel like I could sit with her for hours and just listen to her perspective. And I'll tell you, I met her in Costa Rica at a retreat and every Every time this woman spoke and um, shared anything with the group, I just knew that this was somebody that I wanted in my life. It's like she was nourishing my soul with her words. So um, yeah, I'm really thrilled to be sharing some information um, about chakras today with all of you because I think it's something that we're interested in, but we don't quite understand maybe how it works or really how it can be practical in our lives. And Catherine, I truly feel like you bring break that down in a practical way. And I kind of know that's your gift. Do people tell you that? Yeah, totally. I think that there's that, you know, total woo woo perspective of what the chakras are. And it's like, oh, those are those people. And I feel that, yeah, part of my gift here is to bring all that down to earth for people. So I think it's so interesting because while it's not a huge part of my life where I'm not always thinking about it, you know, there've been points in my life where maybe I'm attracted to, um, a certain color, or maybe I really feel like, you know, I'm feeling something in my body in a certain place. And I really sometimes wonder like, what's the connection to that? Or what if that could give me answers? Or what if that place that was making me feel that way could actually have a voice? And I really feel like sometimes I listen to you and I'm like, it's giving those feelings or those thoughts or those deeper desires, kind of a voice and it makes you connect in and really understand. So I would love to start, um, just kind of let you flow. And why don't you tell me about, um, how it all works, where we start? Oh, wow. Okay. So I think the very first basic thing to understand is that everyone acknowledges very clearly that we are this meat body. We have bones, we have muscles, we have cells, we have organs. That's something we relate to really easily. And the the piece that often goes amiss for people, or at least isn't as conscious, is this idea that with the thing that makes all of this alive and makes us alive is this energy body that sits within us. And this is an ancient system of wisdom that, you know, the chakras are an ancient system of wisdom that help understand and give a bit of a roadmap to understanding this energetic body. So there are seven main energy centers in the body, kind of starting down at the tailbone, the very base of the spine and working all the way up to 
the crown of the head and just a little bit beyond is actually where the um, seventh top chakra is. So, and it's not to say that our body is, you know, compartmentalized into seven parts because they're all married together. But this system gives a really beautiful overview to deepen our understanding of what is in each place as a starting point and and then all the pieces start to make sense so it's it's a beautiful beautiful way mm. to get a deeper sense of our body energetically mm, I love that so tell me about um the root chakra ah the root chakra so like do you want me to talk about the colors with each chakra yes, too totally. okay so the root chakra is red. That's the color red. And when I say each of these colors, I really want you to picture like jeweled colors. So it's not just a matte red. It's when you think of the colors of these chakras, they're like really, they're jewels. So picture like ruby, like a a jewel ruby. And that's the color that kind of glistens in this space. Um, The very tip of the tailbone is the epicenter, kind of the focal point of the root chakra. And it encompasses the hips and legs all the way down to the feet. Um, Oh, wow. There's so much that this energy center governs. But I think the key point to understanding, to starting to awaken and connect in with this energy is to... First of all, look at that part of the body. Do you feel any discomfort in this space? You know, how is that part of your body um, speaking to you? Do you have knee pains, hip pain, uh, feet pain? Any of these kind of things trigger like, oh, maybe there's some imbalance in this area. And the way to get kind of your quick (laughs) awakening of this space is really look at how are you nourishing the roots of your soul, like the roots of your being. So really this root chakra is, you know, metaphorically what connects us down to the earth. And so what are you doing? What behaviors, what habits, what people are you engaging with that are nourishing you and which ones are not? Mm. Um, those key questions, like writing a list actually of these things can be a game changer for awakening the energy in this place. And another really beautiful way to access the energy of this place and connect with the energy of the root chakra and invite some healing there is just to simply be in nature. Mm. That may be in your backyard if you just sit on the grass, you know, by a tree. But also, I think no matter where we live, if we live in a rural setting, beautiful. You've got so much nature around you, but many of us also live in cities. And so there are parks around that we can go to. Um, Or many of us, you know, within 30 or 60 minutes of the city can be somewhere more rural. So that's another way just to make a date with yourself, to go and spend some time more closely Mm. connected with nature. So this is so interesting to me because this, so the root chakra, especially because I had so much trouble in my hips, like basically my entire life up until a couple years ago, maybe like the last year and a half, I really have not noticed, um, hip problems. And it's so crazy because I, um, one of my biggest things that I've been focusing on in the last year and a half is connecting. And I felt really Mm. alone before this. And like, I, I kept people kind of at, um, arm's length and didn't even realize it. And it's really funny when I, 
I was in a, this is so random, but it has to do with it. I was in a Lululemon store about a year and a half ago when I was really starting to like connect with people. And I just did, um, they had like a little event there and I was like really putting myself out there and connecting. And afterward I was kind of looking around the store and I was attracted to red. I was like buying red sports bras and red Amazing. bags and red lipstick. And I go, I go up to the register. I have like four red things. And she goes, wow, are you rooting down? She's like, you, you, and I'm like, Thankfully, I knew what she meant. Otherwise, I'd yeah. look at her like she was crazy. <laughs> like She's like, are you like trying to make roots? Are you rooting down? You're buying all of these rooting colors. And I was like, oh my God, woman. Like, that's so crazy. Because yes. I truly was. I was trying to get roots here. I was trying to connect. I felt so disconnected that all I wanted to do was stay in one spot, root down, meet people, connect, go deeper, get in nature. And still, I'm like, red has been such a uh, color for me lately. So I just think, you know, you guys, it's just like this, like those little awarenesses kind of make you go, Oh, that is what I'm trying to do. It's really interesting. So, all right, let's move on to the next one. I love that. Mm-hmm. I just want to say one thing actually, because safety and security are huge things of themes of the root chakra too. Mm-hmm. So you are like so dead on in a million ways too. Like, <laughs> absolutely. So amazing. awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next one that is our sacral chakra, so orange. So again, like the jeweled orange, it's a beautiful um, color to envision for here. And this area, um, the tip of the cervix um, is the in women and kind of the, the perineum in men is the epicenter point for the sacral chakra. And this area encompasses the whole lower belly, um, from belly button down kind of to pubic bone. It's kind of the, you know, the bowl, um, of our pelvis, that whole area. And this energy center is all about emotion, our sense of self, our, identity, our esteem are all housed within this. Energies related to that are all housed within this. And our connection to pleasure is huge for this energy center, as is, um, and related to that, our openness to being with the polarity of life. So, so often we just want to only be with the joy, but actually in the way to embrace the joy fully is to also be with the pain. And so it's within this energy center that houses that kind of spectrum of flow. So water is the element that connects us here too. So if you kind of like picture the ebb and flow of an ocean, that's really what this chakra is all about is kind of the ebb and flow of life and being with, uh, all those pieces that, um, make up, what makes us feel our best self and our sense of self. Mm, Okay. So this brings up questions for me. So if we are not necessarily, or if we're suppressing our emotion or maybe who we are, do people tend to feel it here or what is that? Yes, absolutely. If we are running from emotions, this can be one of the energy centers that is affected. Again, as I said at the beginning, we are a holistic system. So you can't just chunk, chunk our body into seven different parts and it totally relate to this. And this is where, though, 
one beautiful example of the fact that the sacral chakra is married to the throat chakra. Mm. And so actually, if we are not speaking our emotions, which is a huge part of staying connected to them, things can bottle up and imbalances can happen. Mm. That's so interesting. Okay, let's move up and then we'll come back as questions arise. Okay. So the navel, the third chakra. Yeah, our power center. So... Yellow is the color for this energy center. And this is where our personal power lies. And I think one of the hugest um, places to look within this is, is talking about the ego. We, you know, the ego is this word that floats around a lot. And I think the beautiful thing of understanding that there is the limited ego and the unlimited ego. And so you're not going to remove the ego completely, but what you want to do is embrace the unlimited ego. That's the part of ego that is proud and confident to be all that you are and to stand in a place where you can shine. The limited ego is that ego that wants to dominate. It's that part of ego that we all um, speak badly of and that we don't really respond well to when <laughs> we're faced um, with other people's egos, a limited ego. So, and the energy is stored in this, this space as a result, because it is to do with the way that we arrive into the world, our stresses and grief really is held in this energy center and the way we, a lot of our relationships, how we relate with people is connected, um, in, in this center. The, because the second chakra is, um, more of the emotional center, that's a little bit more family ties, mm. whereas this is more relationships kind of out of family, if you, um, you know, kind of beyond the family. So it could um, incorporate family stuff, but just I think that distinction sometimes gets confusing. And again, this is, um, there's all like ebb and flow with all of this, but those are the general themes of the power center is really connecting in with what allows you to have your own sense of personal power and be really, truly from a, you know, unlimited ego place, really proud and confident with all that you are. Mm, this is interesting because for a long time, um, I really, certain people in my life who were maybe, um, you know, I don't know if you have this, but I, I definitely know I'm probably talking to a lot of people when I say this, that you get around certain people and you feel so maybe small or tested yes. or like yes. their energy is so big and they're like, I will always feel it right there, like right in my solar yes. plexus. And I'm like, oh, something it just feels off. Like I feel weakened. I feel just like it, it's just on fire. Right. But not in a good way and almost like a weakened way. And, um, it, it's so interesting to understand what that is when, when even, I don't know if it was you or somebody else, but the first time it's like, this is your power place. And I was like, yes. wow, that's why it feels so horrible when I'm around these certain people is because I feel powerless. Yeah. So I think really, um, even understanding that for me, like I, I tune into that feeling and I think of that place and I think, you know, I kind of like get strong. I can't even explain it, but do you have any exercises around maybe feeling stronger within yeah. that? Or is there something that we can do if someone's really testing us or making us feel totally. powerless in their presence? Totally. And okay. So the beautiful thing. So I mentioned 
our earth element was with the root, our water element was with the sacral chakra, and then this is fire. So really the best way to um, kind of combat or face that kind of feeling is to be aware that this is where your inner fire lies. And this is, you know, and it's easy to think about it because this is yellow with this chakra too. Mm. So to, to think honestly about your fire shining so bright it's a different kind of like combat it with love kind of thing, right? Mm. Like, you know, if someone's being negative or someone's being cruel, a lot of people talk about it, like just shower them with love and then it changes things. This is like that, like no one can get in that boundary of your inner fire, your inner light, like let your brightness shine. That's your confidence. That's your pride. And actually standing, there's now the scientific evidence. And I saw the most beautiful TED talk on it. If you look up the power stance on TED talk, mm, I'm sure you could, did you see that? Too? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. I love when science proves all this stuff. I know. So excited. So <laughs> literally, if you stand with your feet wider than hip width apart, standing tall and just let your arms be down by your sides, like no one at a party or no one in this interaction has to really know what you're doing. But you can almost, it's like your superhero stance, I say to my clients, like just ignite into your superhero stance and just see that fire, that light, that brightness shining out. And it changes so much when you connect in that you have the ability just to be more in your confidence, more in your pride when you're combated with that, as opposed Mm -hmm. to letting that negative force take over that and dim that light. Mm, so interesting because I even feel my body roll forward, right? Arms close off, um, get in protective stance, even when Lost I think of arms. this particular person. So right. yeah. I kind of really, um, even just thinking about the power stance and, you know, thinking of that bright yellow and that's my own, my own internal fire of, you know, whatever it is, just sending so much love, like no matter what happens, you're kind of untouchable because you're just pure love. So no matter what, you're going to combat it with love. And that's really, really, actually that thought is so incredibly helpful. So hopefully you guys, um, if you're dealing with something like that, you guys can kind of picture that and feel it even before you get into the situation. So that'll help you. So let's move up to the heart. Yeah, the heart. Oh my gosh. Yummy, yummy. (laughs) Um, so traditionally like pink, uh, sorry, traditionally green is the color here, but pink also works and I love pink. So I kind (laughs) of go for pink here. So, um, whichever color resonates for you, some people really love green, which is amazing too. So just come to the color that you most connect with for this space. And this is really the place of unconditional love. This is full acceptance and the place to really start this idea of unconditional love and full acceptance is really with self. Uh, And I know we've all been in those relationships with somebody else where you feel like it's not fulfilling for you. And there's something that this person isn't doing that you wish that they would do more of. Like, oh, they would only, you know, like a I don't know, a boyfriend over, they never buy me flowers. They never do this. Like, I don't know. Whatever the the thing is that someone is feeling under um, served in, when we're actually the healing piece to that is to realize, well, what are, where, what love piece are you looking to have filled up? This is the place where we really need to be 
full in order to share out fully and to receive fully. And the place that that begins is really with love of self Mm -hmm. and how much do you honor and respect and nourish you for all you are. And within that permission, that acceptance, that loving peace, that's when then all your relationships can come into that into that kind of equilibrium and that kind of balance. And the other theme within this that sits is so often people are better at either the receiving or the giving end. (laughs) And the heart is really about balance of both and honoring both of those. Mindful that the heart is also the home of our soul. So when we say like, oh, our heart's desire... It literally is the truth because this is where our soul lives. So when there's an even flow and balance, which is like the happiest state for this heart chakra, all chakras, but this one particularly, then this space can really serve us in the best way. Mm, So beautiful. And is there something, let's say if maybe we feel, oh, sometimes we can feel stuck, right? Sometimes we can feel like we can't, fully love someone because we've been so hurt or we're so closed off. Is there, a, it's so funny. I used to take like all these tests online. I was like, I, I need, I think my heart chakra is closed. Like, and single, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what it meant. Right. I'm like, I think I've been so hurt that my heart is closed. Like, so I'd be like, okay, Googling and learning and, and um, sure enough, heart chakra cl- closed. So this was a while ago, <laughs> but what are some things um, you know, you guys, if you don't understand this, just have, have fun with it. Just maybe yes. take a few nuggets from it and understand that you can kind of just, it's great to be able to just visualize what could be going on inside of our bodies. If we're feeling certain things emotionally inside and also physically. So, um, is there certain things that we can do if we, f- if we even feel closed off? Yeah. Honestly, the biggest way to awaken this heart space space is meditation mm. and gratitude. And I know you're huge on both of those. And really those pieces are the first, like those are the most beautiful seeds to plant to be balanced and awake in this space. Mm. Wow. That's pretty powerful because I, that is exactly what I've thrown myself into. Like I always thought I had a gratitude practice, but this last year it's just, I live it and breathe it and swear by it and truly think it's the foundation um, for everything. So I think that's really beautiful and interesting since I was on this mission to open up my heart again, not knowing what the hell that meant. So (laughs) yeah. And one thing beautiful to deepen that connection piece for you, because you shared earlier about the root chakra and, you know, your desire for connection and connectedness, the heart and the root chakra are married together. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, those are both feeling a lot better. So <laughs> it's funny. I actually feel f- physically different. So, um, you know, and just happiness and tuning in and understanding what we need is a big, a big part of that. So just, I think understanding on every level, whatever helps you understand more is important to explore. That's why this is so fun is I think it just brings even deeper understanding. Okay. So let's move up to the throat. Mm-hmm. So our communication center, and this is like communication that's done verbally, like I'm doing right now, speaking out information. 
and it's also um, vibrational communication. It's both. And that is a really cool piece to understand. Again, back to um, the power center place that we were at earlier, this center is married to the power center. So um, this sky blue, or sorry, ocean blue is kind of the color for this center. And that um, connection to the power center is so beautiful here because we do sometimes walk into a room and instantly feel a connection with people, mm. instantly feel a resonance. And we also sometimes walk into a room and instantly have like a disconnect where someone just really kind of puts us off and we can't really even explain it. That's part of the vibration that we're giving off. And that's part of what this throat chakra receives. Mm. So I always, I find that to be a really cool um, thing to help deepen understanding of our connection um, in communication that way. So really being aware of in this um, center of what we are saying to ourselves and about ourselves, not only do we know um, that our self-talk affects how we feel about ourselves, but it also affects how we are perceived and the type of energy that we arrive into spaces in. Um, I think we all have had those situations where you can tell when someone really feels uncertain um, and those situations when someone really like has stepped completely into who they are. And it begins with the way that we communicate to ourselves. So along with, you know, gratitude of the heart and speaking those gratitudes, being really mindful of how our self-talk is governed and really try and switching that piece around so that we are able to really communicate from an authentic place who we are and what, you know, we're here to communicate. Mm. It's really interesting because I remember, um, you know, I remember when I first started uh, just kind of understanding what can happen in the body or manifest with our thoughts and really uh, reading the science behind everything and how it's so connected um, into our body with what we're thinking, what we're doing, what we're not, even what we're not saying, right? So um, when I was young, I literally had strep throat all of the time, all <laughs> Um, Me like, too. <laughs> I was literally known for being the girl with the sore throat like all of the time. And it wasn't until, and I was told that if I didn't remove my tonsils, this would go on the rest of my life. Well, I was suppressing myself more than I could possibly tell you in my youth. Um, and I never shared how I felt. I never really shared, um, you know, I, I, I wasn't really, I had so much anxiety. I wasn't really speaking. I wasn't really, you know, telling people or connecting with people, sharing anything because I came from a really um, religious background. So I really felt like a lot of how I felt was, um, suppressed because I was scared to say things, scared to discuss things, scared to question things. And, you know, it wasn't until my mid twenties that really, I never got sick with sore throats again. So I just yeah. find that really interesting, whether it's connected in that way or not. I just, it's so interesting how different things like that truly can, uh, potentially be connected that I'm not speaking my truth. And, and that resonated so deeply with me because I wasn't, um, oh, you know, I, majority I can, of my life. Yeah. And I was the same way. That was totally where my weak point was too. I got strep throat all the time, laryngitis all the time. And I know for myself 
even to date, if I feel like the beginnings of a sore throat, if I look in, like, what am I not speaking that I need to speak? And if I connect to that, it's amazing what happens. And even that clearing the throat, you know how sometimes um, I, I find I may not have a sore throat, but I'm in those periods where I have to clear my throat a lot more than normal. Mm-hmm. That again is a message to me. What are you not speaking that you need to speak? What do you need to clear that you're not um, clearing? So it is. These are all just baby signs to help yeah. us be more of who we're, you know, meant to be. I always often think about, you know, all of this is like, oh, there's so many levels of all this. But if you look at a child and their freedom, their freedom of movement, their connection and love for nature, the way they just arrive in so much pride with who they are, the way they're so accepting and loving of everybody, um, and the way they communicate what they want all the time, you know, you kind of can go through all the themes and you see that freedom that we all once had that kind of somewhere along the line gets a bit affected Mm. by our environment. So we can go back to our more natural state. Mm. I love that. That's beautiful. Okay. So let's move up. Let's go to the third eye. Yeah. So (laughs) our wisdom center. So indigo, like a night sky is the color for this space. And this really is our intuition, our wisdom, our vision. Um, in that, um, way that it's kind of like the eye that sees what our soul speaks. So it's kind of the eye that connects us into our heart Mm. and, um, one of the best access points for, um, connecting in with the third eye is to embrace you know, the fact that you are wise, you have wisdom. There are I am statements actually for all the chakras too, which I'd love to share with you at the end for Mm -hmm. people to work with if that um, feels good. I know you love I am statements Mm -hmm. too. Um, But I am wisdom is a huge one for here. And being with visualizations, you know, meditation, as I mentioned, was a really beautiful one for the heart chakra. And engaging in visualizations too of what we want for our life, how we want things to go and be is a beautiful way to help us connect in with, with that wisdom and to fine tune kind of our, what really our soul is speaking to us and what we're meant to be, um, what path we're meant to be on. Mm. You know, it's been really interesting because I've been doing these uh, podcasts not too long, but long enough to kind of start hearing some themes when I talk to people. And, um, you know, I I think I hear a lot, um, through a lot of these amazing women that I'm interviewing is that, you know, whether they're asking themselves a question of where they should go or what they should do or, or what they should, you know, who they, how they should be of service for the day. It's like, or what they should eat or how did they know? It's like, they all just answer when you really, like when you really sit or when you listen or when you sit in prayer, you know, like there's a, there's a knowing and it doesn't always come right away, but we've truly at the end of the day, if you start doing the things to connect in and sitting in silence and sitting in prayer and sitting in visualization and meditation, you'll start to just know what it feels like to know. Mm 
And I think that's beautiful with the, you know, the I am statements, um, with this one, like I am wisdom. If you, it's letting yourself sit in quiet and start trusting yourselves because I think through, through growing up, and I'm sure this is how you were, um, you know, with growing up in your childhood, because, you know, our parents are just doing the best they can, but we start to, um, we really learn not to trust ourselves. And instead, mm-hmm. like, this is bad. This is not good. This is, how, yes. this is how it isn't. This is how life is. It's hard. You, you work hard, then you die. Like, just all yeah. of these things that you follow. Yeah. You're like, wow, why doesn't this feel so awesome? So all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so just relearn, like unlearning what we learned yes. and learning to go to, to trust. And that can be one of the scariest things in the world. Like, to trust yourself. So I love that you gave that and we'll, and we'll go back through that again. So let's move up. What is our next one? Our last one, our crown chakra. So, um, violet or white are the colors that represent this energy center. So the very top of the head and beyond is where this energy center, um, houses itself. And this is really about connection to the universe. This is universal connectedness. And I think the most beautiful analogy that I've come up with um, for this is the way that a flower or other people I'm sure have too, but the way that a flower just comes to blossom or... um, I love talking about the cherry tree because it kind of includes all the energy centers up. So knowing that, you know, the seed of the cherry tree is planted into the earth, the roots root down into the soil that serves it best, that nur- that's going to be most nourishing. And then the tree starts to grow up. It grows up peeking out through the earth's surface, embracing the joys that life has to offer grows further, maybe combats some storms, but stands in all its pride and confidence with who it is, moves up further now into um, embracing the love of being alive and the give and take of being in this environment, grows further as an expression of its truth, further saying, you know, connecting to the wisdom that it is, just knowing its mission to be here and on this earth being this beautiful tree and then connecting up growing the blossoms out of each branch and as those blossoms pop out every single spring you know if you live in the midwest or up in canada here you welcome those cherry blossom trees Mm. um, in the springtime and every single one of those blossoms comes out and shines just because that's its soul's path and it knows its universal connectedness. So it is shining out and blossoming and expressing its beauty because it knows that that's just its purpose and completely trusts into that. Mm. And that is the essence of the crown chakra is that knowing that there's a divine presence that is here to support and honor us and is with us. And that's what we can just be all ourselves resting in that knowing. (laughs) I love that. Oh, that's beautiful. So I was, I was literally right there with you growing like the tree, (laughs) (laughs) but it feels really good, you know, just to know we can just be, 
if we can just be, that is so beautiful. We can, we're meant to shine. We're meant to grow. We're meant to be beautiful and to allow that and to trust. And I love that. Like when you root down and you do the things you do or that, that, you know, feel good and, you know, connecting and all of the different things that we were talking about. It's like, you can really truly just allow for that beauty to come through, allow for yourself to say the things that need to be said and grow. And it's just, it's a really beautiful, um, analogy and to be able to picture it for me, cause I'm very visual that helps me, um, just understand you know, what's going on throughout life, because we really do have all of these different things that are coming at us. Um, and allowing ourselves to stand fully confident and feel good and shine throughout everything that comes. So this really helps us understand, um, you know, how we can do that. So let's go through some quick, I am statements. So let's go back to the root chakra. Okay. So I am grounded and rooted in all that serves me. Mm. That is beautiful. And some people also connect with, I am grounded and rooted in what serves me best. Mm. So that just depends. Oh, I love that one. That's a really good one. All right, let's go to um, the sacral. I am enough. Ooh. So you guys, grab a pen and paper and rewind this because you need these. All right, Mm -hmm. how about um, the navel? I am proud and confident. Oh, that's powerful for me too. All right. The heart. I am love. The throat. I am truth. Oh, wow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I am truth. And just to have your hand on your throat and say that is really, really, really powerful. Yeah. Um, The third eye. I am wisdom. And the crown. I am divine. That is beautiful. You guys, just to go through those in the morning um, Mm -hmm. and just place your hand on those different areas, it's a reminder of who you are and you'll remember. It's just a reminder of who you are and you'll remember. And that is so beautiful, Catherine. Thank you so much for coming on today. Where can we find you? Where can I follow you? What's new and exciting? Fill me in. Okay, so you on Instagram, I'm the holistic way and it's holistic just with an h no w on facebook i am katherine cowan katherine with a c and i am about to launch in the next uh later this month a chakra course that really helps connect in with all of this stuff that we've talked about and so much more Mm. so there'll be more info on that coming out soon yay and what's your website theholisticway.ca. Amazing. Okay, you guys, if you loved this episode as much as I did, make sure you share it with your friends. Stay in touch with Catherine. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget 
to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. 
It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you wanna create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're gonna customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this and now their smart ai platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com that's k-a-j-a-b-i.com